and welcome to Football Bloody Hell. I'm here with Gary, as per usual, and we're on, what, episode 18 now. It's been a while. I think it's been about a month since the last upload, but things happen. Like, I've been to France. Gary's I've been, been to Poland. To Poland. We've both been extremely busy with work and things. So, things happen. Real life. We're not giving up on the podcast, just to reassure everyone. <laughs> it will become back to its regular schedule. I'm not going to say back to the regular schedule, maybe in the new year, purely because of Christmas is like creeping up on us now because it's what only a month away till Christmas now as well. People are, know. do all sorts of I shit Christmas periods and stuff. But yeah, that's pretty much what's been going on in it. I just uh, it's it's been difficult. Like it, it's been our um. It's it's been our patch of form. This is our yeah. sticky patch of form, which is for most <laughs> people through November into uh, December. Too much going on, too much too soon. You start picking up injuries, ailments, yeah, yeah. and ailments. yeah, so a lot of ailments, wasn't there? Ailments, yeah. Point. I know. It, I know. I mean, we've been in contact with each other. It's not like that. Uh, <laughs> just we haven't had a chance to record this as much as yeah, we like to do it. It's just. We, we haven't had a chance, really. It's just the reality. So yeah, sorry to disappoint it. everybody. But, yeah, Real life gets tough. In it's tough, isn't it? If we were doing this full-time, it would have been fine. But, unfortunately, we're not. <laughs> yes, I know. When we do go full-time, none of this will be an issue. Nope. When? See how positive I was then? Yeah. When? I was really Rather than, like, oh, yeah. if, or if we could be... No, when? It's like, no, no, when? when? When. when yeah and we're and doing we this live from football stadiums <laughs> i know that's the thing i know we still haven't even we still haven't even um picked a game yet where did we where did we land on was it like northampton or something yeah no something it wasn't it was something mansfield wasn't it was it mansfield, mansfield. if they got over christmas <laughs> I, it, whilst i'm looking at fixtures here um i had a lot of people comment on your not your current, but one of your football manager saves because of um yeah, right. yeah the state of the fact that you you got promoted by accident. Oh, <laughs> oh, what with Boston? Yeah, you'll have to. What what's the latest on them? Mid table in the national league. Fans hate you. Players, Wife's about yeah. to leave you. Yeah, I I picked up <laughs> a lot of freebies. And been playing youngsters, but because I've only had a squad of what twenty, then they sort of gelled quite quickly, and then no one got pissed off. They were all regularly playing, you know, like that can help sometimes. Yeah, rather than having like forty odd players, and then half of them don't want to be there anymore. And <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's been parks for the time being because it is on FM twenty three. Even though I could probably just carry the save over, couldn't I? I forgot I could do that. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I did it a try, but it's just not. It's, not just, it's wrong. I, I, it's wrong. It feels it's just wrong. wrong. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, don't know, it's like save scumming as well. Like, not, if you lose a game and you want to win, yeah, reload wrong. it. Everybody does it. Shh. I don't. <laughs> Genuinely. Well, Genuinely don't. to be fair, though, actually, and uh, funnily enough, <laughs> yeah, I. 
I used to, I mean, I used to be terrible. I went through a period of time when I first started in football manager. I can't remember how old I was now. It was championship manager, obviously, at the time. But I um, I used to basically sign anybody who scored against, like, against us. There was a time where I was like Monday night and I was looking at this 19-year-old kid who scored two at a pre-season friendly. And I was like, <laughs> who played for Northampton or something? But if it, whilst I was looking at the fixtures here, yeah, Mansfield are at home on Boxing Day. So, at the, not that I'm, I mean, we've both probably got a lot of things on and better things to do than go to Mansfield on Boxing Day. But if a fixture could sound any more gross, they've got Grimsby. I think whoever Grimsby plays sounds gross. <laughs> Grimsby. Imagine Grimsby played Slough. Or, or they paid stains. <laughs> it's not good, like, is it? But yeah, we'll yeah. have to have a look. I mean, I've looked at their fixtures and it's like, they were away quite a bit in December, to be fair. We'll have to pick it up in the new year. But if we can't get online together and record for an hour, Christ knows how we're going to manage to meet we'll- up. I think it's, in the middle of the country <laughs> together. I think it'll be, probably be easier to meet. <laughs> it's a pipe dream. I'm going down to meet the um, the fantasy football crew in the middle of December. Oh yes, December. Yeah, I know. I'll be there in spirit. But speaking of which, what, what was that? Are you top of the league? Say it again. <laughs> Are you actually? I was I just guessing, but like, <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I don't know how. I'm two points clear. Oh wow! And That's you awesome. were my last game, actually. Oh, you beat me then. You were dispatched. That's what I was thinking. Do just. <laughs> I wonder how many times posted via royal fail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it, I think it was like, what's it? Eight five to nine five, something like that. No, it was a yeah. You told it was me close. It wasn't. I, I exaggerate, yeah. but I'm as shocked as anybody, mate, because um, it, one part, the very early doors, I suppose, but it was looking quite dicey. But uh, I've somehow won nine, lost three of 12, 27 points, top of the table. Alex, beginner look enough has had a terrible time of it. Ah, no, they've fallen right off. Sick notes pushed on. Yeah, I'm not doing particularly well. You, you know why? Because half my players are injured, probably. Uh, but yeah, Matoma. I mean, have you seen the state of your front three? Like, what are you playing at? <laughs> not that bad. Ansu Fatty. Fair enough, Luis Diaz. Madison's been probably your best player, but now he's injured. He should be ditched. Yeah, yeah I, looked, I looked on it tell you, for a little while. You can tell, can't you? Tell you what, though, mate. There's what? a deal to be done for Pascal. <laughs> you still want him, don't you? He is performing I love him. really well, isn't he? Uh, that's why I want him. Do you know my team now? Because I've made some changes. Oh, yeah. like Go for it. Uh, where's my roster? Roster. So American. So I've got, yeah, <laughs> well, in in goal, mm-hmm. uh, Jordan Pickford, 
Keeping the net. <laughs> In D fans, we have uh, Dinya, Variol, Konsa. <laughs> I have me dinner. Me, uh, Kalpol. <laughs> Your console. <laughs> and me Costa. And then, like the rest of my midfield, there's not even a gap between not... midfield and forward. But it's Bowen. You've got a lot of Villa players in. <laughs> I know. Okay, no. Um, awesome. I've got Bowen, who's apparently injured now. I think. Grim. Uh, Gameras, Paqueta, Saar, Zosbalazolai. And um, Diaby and Watkins. I think that's why I'm top, because I've got those two up top. Yeah, they're good and firing on all guns, aren't they? Firing all what? Cylinders. <laughs> I don't think that's the common phrase. Firing on but all guns. But basically, cylinders. I mean, there's there's a couple of lads want to join that as well, so we'll have to get them in next season. But um, whilst we're on the topic, I, like, I think we've we've missed a lot of Football, obviously, because a lot's been played, played, played. There's been international. What's that word again? Played. Played. There's been, but um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot gone on. I mean, I know, like we've talked about it previously, so I'm not going to waste my time on it again. But just the standard of refereeing. But I think the the key things, the key highlights. As much as I'm not a massive fan of the Prem, was that weird Tottenham Chelsea game. Did you see it when they got to the the two men sent off? Yeah. That that's that is. Do you think it was genius or just sheer desperation when Postecoglou just said, "Right, I want all of you on the halfway line at every time we lose possession." I because it was just like, it was like Sunday league. It was just like boot the ball over the top. Yeah, I feel like it probably is genius. Like he seems like the sort of guy <laughs> that he would come up with something just absolutely wild, and it just works. <laughs> <laughs> it nearly did as well, though, didn't it? Like to be fair, <laughs> yes. like it nearly did. And it was just and the thing I didn't get is, is um, fair, like I know Jackson's had like a bit of a rough time for Chelsea up front, and I mean they've had a problem up front regardless. But it's professional football, like, I, he, he, like he, even not as a professional footballer, like if you play seven aside or five aside and the teams are uneven and you batter somebody, it feels hollow. It does. And he scored a hat-trick, and he did, like, the Ronaldo sue, and I was just like, mate, like, what are you doing? I thought only what are you olds did that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what are you doing, man? It's like, yeah, it was just ridiculous. The, the and then there was thing... the other... Yeah. Go on. No, no, you go. No, I was, it was, there was, there's been a few uh, games that have been crackers, and then... I mean, there's been managerial appointment changes since we last spoke. So obviously, Chef Wed's changed manager the, the last time we met yeah. uh, to do this. And like Warnock, so, like, I don't know if Warnock had left as well. But he had, hadn't he? Because yeah. of Miller. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. There's, been, there's been something this morning I thought was quite funny. He's been quoted that he, he really wants to go to Scotland. Right? <laughs> For some reason, near <laughs> Warnock. And he said he's been approached once by Hearts, but they turned him down for some Latvian fella. They've never had a Latvian manager. It was actually Lithuanian, but yeah. <laughs> and um, he said, oh, he said he tried or... to apply for the Aberdeen job once, 
and they just didn't get back to him. <laughs> so yeah, I wonder what that's, he, I don't know. Warnock for you. <laughs> with him, I feel like he has to be within the championship. He yeah. just has to because he's so good at that league. It's mm. ridiculous. He is. Like if you ever need a manager to just provide some stability and push it, push it on. He's your man. He's the one. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> start singing about him. No, I just I think it's uh, I don't know. I hope he comes back. Like, but and didn't he retire last time? Or didn't he say he was retiring? And yeah, was, he like, retired bored. temporarily. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, he's basically just having that. a Christmas holiday and coming back. I, and I that's so. all it is. I think it. I think he's got to the point where he's like, I don't want to be like working this much over Christmas. I'll be back in at the end of Jan. I can't be bothered with the January transfer window. <laughs> so, uh, are you starting to get that at work now? That uh, hmm, this can wait though. This can wait till January. Yeah, a few bits, a few bits. There's still a, there's I'm still getting a, a few. Couple, there's still a couple. I'm of getting a little tying off, but yeah, <laughs> I'm getting a little whiff of some of those emails where you like send them and you're like, no, you're not going to get a response back, and you yeah. know the response when it does come back is. I think we can park this, park this till January, can't we? Like, not really. <laughs> I need the money. Give me it now. Park this till twenty twenty five. Yeah. Park it till I can be bothered. But the, <laughs> that's um, pretty much what it is. But there was a. I'm, I'm I'm looking back now, and this is how prepared we are for the first time we've actually had time to record this podcast now. Um, I've sent you. I sent you a bunch of stuff, and. If you bear with us, I'm going to pull it up now. I'm going to whip it out now because we had some ideas for some of the stuff we can do over Christmas to make things a bit better. I'm just yeah. laughing at all the stuff I've sent you because, like, in between that, it's like me dying and and Polish beer <laughs> and po- Polish scenery and me saying, "I'm, I mean, I'm excuse my language, disclaimer, pissed as a cunt, <laughs> pissed as a cunt." Man. <laughs> sent you a picture of like a clock tower in Poland saying pissed as a cunt here. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful yeah, place, like, mind. Like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's lunchtime, mate. Lovely scenery. Beautiful. Place. I love that. Like, it's just, you, you start uh, off with the pissed as a cunt here. And then you go, Beautiful place, mind. Like, like you're not bothered where it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, it's it's quite it's just, yeah, it looks close to me. It's like you just noticed where you were. And then um and, and then nothing nothing from I think it was the Friday or the Saturday to the following Monday where I just say happy belated birthday. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. It was bedlam. <laughs> but um the 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 thing that uh, I wondered if you'd seen, which you have seen now, is um, a penalty shootout between Ballymena and uh, Coleraine. Yeah, in Northern Ireland. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, and it was a penalty shootout. And just to give you a hint of it, a penalty shootout that's highlights where it's literally them kicking the ball and hitting the back of the net. Is two minutes and twenty three seconds long because there was forty four penalties taken. Penalties taken. That's insane. Could you be asked? At what point do you just At go? I'm po- just going to sky yeah. one here just to get just to get this over and done with. Exactly. 
That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Like, I mean, for, like it's not like it was a final or anything either. It was like a qualifier to get into the <laughs> to the to the next stage. But um, it was just uh, I couldn't be asked. That's like literal football manager glitch. It is, yeah. It's so like, it just keeps going round and round and round. Yeah, imagine that. They you actually, get round the keepers for like... They actually glitched out on Football Manager and you'll you'll be sat there for hours and I'm like, this penalty shootout is 300 all. And I'm like, I wonder if that could actually happen. A complete error. That'd be mad, wouldn't it? Are you watching it again? I am. Yeah, yeah I imagine so. Especially in beers. Yeah. Especially in a beer. I would have thought so, yeah. So yeah, forty-four penalties, man. At what point, do you, like, like we're saying, you just you go, you know what? I, I want to go home for me tea because they're like the semi-pros. Like somebody will have been waiting for them. Yeah, exactly. Over like, the bar and say, oh god. Imagine you went. Oh, oh. oh I got oh, my kids need to go to bed. Like, my uh, <laughs> <laughs> wife's here as well, isn't it? It's like. And I, I'll uh, just miss yeah. my penalties so I can like go home and nice. sort my dinner Sorry, out. lads. <laughs> I'm a celebs on. I've got to get back. Yeah, I wonder if the bar's Shocking. barred shut by the time they'd finished as well. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's mad. It was an evening, but one, that was one. Nah, but that, that that was one of the madder things that I'd seen seen that uh, we hadn't talked about. But um, I like the bit that you just put before it in the message as well. That is a bit of insight to Gary. He prefers trains to flights as well. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer the train than flight mind yeah. is to be precise what I said and then there was a, um, I sent you a, a, I, I don't know if I actually sent you this did I I sent you a um, a TikTok but I can't remember what it was oh, um, I sent you a TikTok of a uh, I think it was um, the under 21s or the B team for Zolzburg, Red Bull Zolzburg. In, oh, <laughs> in is it? Is it? I know. I thought. Sorry, is it, I thought it was Zolzburg. Not because there's two. There's Austria, which is Zolzburg, and then there's Leipzig, Leipzig, which is Germany. Yeah, yeah. But the the B t- the reserve team for Red Bull oh, Zolzburg. Yeah, yeah. Liebring, yeah. Liebring, and. Uh, I thought you said Leipzig. I was like, "What?" No, Leipzig. Yeah, as always. Oh, as always, you're right with your obscurity knowledge. <laughs> well, the, 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 they were made to retake a penalty, that, um, and the Liebring keeper saved it all like three times after all three penalties were taken. That's impressive. Isn't oh, it? I wonder how many times that's happened. Like one or two has probably happened. Obviously, well, not one or two. Like I two, like retakes. Three. I can, yeah. That's, Three is wild. I like looking back at the penalties. Where can you remember in the Champions League where we talked about Liverpool and the comeback was amazing, and then Jerzy yeah. Dudek st- stood on the six-yard box. <laughs> yeah, penalty. Stood next to I'm the ball. Sure. <laughs> just, just jumped on the ball like it was a live grenade. Just booted in the head. <laughs> oh, God. Honestly, man, it's so funny. I'm trying to think who else used to do that. I I, I can't believe like it was Bruce uh, Grobler that Grobler the like, jelly legs with, with the jelly legs stuff. As if that that would put somebody off. I mean, you you might have a chuckle, 
but like, I don't know if it'll put you off, would it? Nah, I don't. I, like, if somebody was doing that, I'd just be like, I am gonna smash this ball so hard into that net now. <laughs> like, it's just it's gonna work. <laughs> just smash it, but yeah. And then we've had the inter- and we've had the international break as well. So, <laughs> and I think that that the the, re- the only reason I mention that is not because it was it's like anything to talk about but the last time we spoke we'd played Italy and it was probably one of the best games I'd watched England in a long long time so I was quite looking forward to seeing these games being played again and it was the most as yeah as anybody who's watched them the most boring games of football I've ever experienced back to try the the cure for insomnia that's what I call England sometimes Mm. <laughs> I don't get what I don't get what the objectives was, I, and I suppose it is that trying not to get injured and a bit of fatigue, maybe. But I just yeah. thought, like, I, I don't get this obsession with playing Trent Alexander Arnold in midfield. Mm. He's he's he, he can play there. I'm not disputing that, but it's just like, why? Like, what what is the point? Are you telling me he's better than Ward Prowse, who plays there week in week out, performs there week in week out? I thought it was, yeah, it's it's strange, isn't it? And I, I thought it was really strange in the first game as well against Malta, was it? That he played mm. um, Tamori left back and then took him half time. That I was like, he's not a left back. He's never been a left back. He's right footed as well. So it's like, uh, I think it was just to give Trippier a break. Well, uh, you know why it was that. It was definitely that. But at the same time, I was just thinking, there's got to be another back. left back in the country. But play him centre back where he plays for me. Uh, like, I don't get it. I, I think no. sometimes with Southgate, though, he, I think he overcomplicates it for himself, but then also just wants to shoehorn certain players in. Yeah. But it's, it doesn't I mean, work. I mean, it's. He's, he's done his experimenting previously, Annie. And he deserves a crack at this tournament. I don't think we're going to win it, but. I no. think he deserves a crack because of basically what he's done previously. Because we, we've arguably had better players than this. I know Bellingham's obviously probably one of the best players in the world at the minute. But a lot of our players ha- are older like, now. Like they're aging. Like if we're st- <clears> still playing, like you think we're still playing Carl Walker, Kieran Trippier, Harry Maguire, like all these players, Jordan Henderson, they're all still playing. They were playing probably in Southgate's first few games in like 2018 mm. or something like this. I mean, that's a long time in football. So if he's still mm. playing, four or five of the players that have been been there for, what, five years? Maybe. So he, I, I mean, surely all these other younger players are thinking, we ain't got open L like, coming through because he just keeps playing the ones that he's been playing till they're dead. Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, They've all retired. Yeah, I'm still going to call them up for England, though. Like, <laughs> like, like I, one second, I'm just going to shut me blinds. I at some point to get experience, you need to play games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are they going to get experience if you don't play them against the likes of Malta and things like this? Like, to, I mean, at that point though, Malta's like a League Two team. Most international sides are probably higher-end championship, lower-end Premier League standard because mm-hmm. of the players that they are. I don't... Like, any of those England players should be able to perform against that sort of standard. 
yeah. Like you need experience if you played in the Champions League or you played in the Premier League. That's enough experience, really, isn't it? Surely. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And like, I, 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 I'm not. I don't want to bash on Southgate, but like, I just what. I just don't. I don't understand what he's doing in these games because, fair enough, we're unbeaten in the calendar year, which is something to be kind of proud of, I suppose. But I, I don't know. It just reeks of what England were previously, where we're great in terms of qualifying and smashing, winning the group. But then, as soon as we come to the tournament, we seem to be we seem to like limp. Yeah, I I think. <laughs> It is it is a weird one though because like Southgate's got this thing of he doesn't know how to see a game out and he doesn't know tactically how to change a game if we are behind. That's why you see England mm. having dull games because he'll rather that we won one nil so he didn't have to touch anything or or be comfortable. He doesn't want to if he went all guns blazing and went behind. Yeah, he wouldn't know what to mm-hmm. do. Because we've seen that before when England go behind. Yeah, we saw it in really the final before. last year, didn't we? Uh, last year, last year. Also, you know what I mean. When we go ahead, and to see out a one nil win, he's got better at seeing out one nil wins, but against lesser opposition, but he could not see a one nil win out against mm-hmm. opposition that is well, has the majority. Poland, of them. If, if England don't, Poland stands Poland, out. For example, yeah. He didn't make any just... substitutions in that Poland game. When all the defence were on their ass, all you need there at that point is fresh legs on. Tell them to come on, see out this game, play the ball, put it into the corners. Game management at that point didn't make any substitutions. They were all fucking knackered, and Poland scored in the last minute to equalise. Of course they did, and they I, had all of the ball, no, like all of it. Everyone was knackered. I just, I don't know. It's like I know they're a qualifier, so it's not just like it's a friendly and there'll be friendlies from now between the the, the tournament. But I, I, I don't know if we're, if we're going to have people back fit. Is he thinking that Trent Alexander is going to be partnering Rice in the middle? Like just because I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't understand why he abandoned the system. I mean, I know why. He, it why we, he was kind of forced into it, but. I thought we played really well when we had like five at the back and wing yeah. backs because it was because Kyle Walker was like that right back slash right centre half kind of thing yeah, and yeah. it was a lot of balance that way but and it seemed to work for us but then I mean it worked until it didn't and then I don't know I don't want to get too much like sidetracked with England and stuff because it does, genuinely doesn't really bother us like if we if we'd have got beat off Macedonia or Malta or both of them I would have been like well that was shit but like. I'd get yeah. on with me day. I'd be more bothered if Sunderland lost to Plymouth this weekend than I would be if England lose. Oh, I agree with that. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway. But it was just, I just watched those two games and it was the most yeah. gross thing I'd ever seen. In terms of the international breaks, there's been a couple of countries that have been surprising people. I think we have to mention San Marino, who have scored three goals in a row in matches, I know. which is nuts. I watched. I saw their. Um, it's not their official. It's like their English Twitter account, and they just mm-hmm. write absolute nonsense every time they score a goal. And they're like, "Fucking yes!" <laughs> like, <laughs> <it's all again. laughs> three, three games in a row they've scored. 
Uh, another couple of teams that I thought I want to keep my eye on because they both qualified for the playoffs now <laughs> is Kazakhstan. I, uh, Kazakhstan have done really well in the qualifying. They narrowly I didn't realize, missed, they, narrowly I didn't realize they qualified. Qualifying, narrowly missed out. Um, so they're mm. in the playoffs. And Luxembourg is another one. Luxembourg have been like quietly going about business and they, they got mm. battered twice off Portugal. But like other than that, they held their own. I think they finished third in that group. Considering they usually like the whipping uh, so they've done really well. So and they're in playoffs, so they could we could see them at the Euro what do you, those teams. What do what do you make of like um so like the Gibraltar stuff? Because obviously they what they've been like I can't remember, was it two thousand and nine they started entering into things? Yeah. I think it was. But then obviously it's been highlighted now because they've got battered off um France fourteen nil. Mm-hmm. And it's like because the increase in the amount of teams and the way you come into the qualification or qualify for these tournaments, do you think reforms like do you think they should reform it, or do you just think it is what it is? No, you, I, I think if you want to play, you get bad. No, I think it's the the thing is though you have to remember, yeah, Gibraltar are semi professional, a bit like San Marino and Dora have got a few semi professional players, even the mm. likes of I think who else has. I'm not too sure. There's a couple of others that also Liechtenstein, I think. But yeah, mm. like those sort of nations, how are they going to get any better if they don't play the best teams? Like that, that's that's the thing. They have to play the best teams. But then in the Nations League, they play teams at their level, so they mm-hmm. they actually pick up wins and points in like the Nation League style of things. But I think in terms of qualify, if you were play for Gibraltar and you're semi pro, I would love the fact that I got to play for against France. Mm. Like you think, I'd like, shit myself. <laughs> imagine you were like, I got to go and play against France in international duty. Like that's incredible. Or the Netherlands, or great, or there were nil nil at halftime at um, Ireland. Yeah, exactly. And like they, that's an achievement in itself. And these teams are getting better. Like I said, with San Marino, they've scored three goals in a row, which is quite impressive for them. Andorra actually picked up a win, I think, in this qualifying. Um, mm. Luxembourg getting better, Kazakhstan getting better. All these teams are getting better because they're playing the better teams. I think that's well, put... bridging that gap. The quality is that's... getting better yeah. from the bottom up, which is which is good. Yeah, a fourteen nil. We haven't seen many thrashings like that. We used to see them a lot more often in the qualifying. Like that thrashing, yeah, normally been... San Marino. Yeah, normally San Marino. <laughs> that thrashing is like, yeah. I mean, it it's probably coming for some, some time, but like, I mean, you don't see it as often as you used to. They are bridging yeah, I, gaps there. And I suppose they're going to have to take a pace in a few times because the more they play at this level, the more money they're going to get for being at the tournaments. And exactly. then I suppose they're going to reinvest yeah. it and it might attract more players in that yeah, respect that, from that like attachment areas and stuff. Mm. Yeah, and, and the thing is, though, it's like, those uh, players from Gibraltar, they probably thought we got to play two matches in what three days, <laughs> like against Netherlands and France. <laughs> like they're probably loving it, but they probably had to take off time off work. They're probably knackered for the Netherlands game. I'm surprised the score wasn't the other way around. 
I think, I mean, unless it was just a thought, like, but... Unless they just mixed up the squads and then the first squad just was fucking awful. They thought, well, we're not going to beat France. We're not going to stand any chance. Let's just put out our absolute, our reserve players and get absolutely... Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I think they did have some injuries and stuff as well, like, to be fair to them. But, I mean, they were never going to beat France. Like, No chance. They would go into the, both the current champions. We just want to keep the, the scores down, don't we? But um, mm. but I, I still think they should... They're, they're part of UEFA. They should have every right to play against France, England, Germany, whoever. Mm. Like, they shouldn't have to, like, qualify. I know it's, it's the same, like, a lot of other continents used to do that, like, with the preliminary round qualifiers, all that sort of stuff. Africa actually stopped it, I think, this year, haven't they, for the World Cup qualifying? So it's just all Not sure. group stage, like, or well, I think it's group stages. So they, some of the lesser nations get to play like the bigger ones, which is good. Like, because how are they going to improve if they play one game? You know, imagine this though: Gibraltar played a two-legged match against San Marino to get into the, into the. They got drawn against them. Two-legged match against San Marino to get into the World Cup qualifiers or Euro qualifiers. They lost. That's it. They got two games. That's their calendar year. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather get battered in eight games against nations from all over Europe than play two games against San Marino and not qualify. And that's mm-hmm. it. You know? I know, you're right. Much rather. Yeah. It's international experience at the end of the day. It doesn't matter if they get beaten 14 nil. And it's like you said, though, I suppose, like, if you're playing for that kind of level of nation. Who would you rather play? Would you rather play San Marino or would you rather play France, England, Germany, like the rest of Europe? Well, the the thing is, like I said, with the with the Nations League, they get to play San Marino anyway. Like you get to mm. play those base the the little the smaller nations use the National League really well because they get to play against the ones that are sort of their level, build up that that experience and like getting a win here and there or a draw, scoring a couple of goals to take those into the Euro qualifiers or the World Cup qualifying and then see where they can go from it. And that's where the likes of Luxembourg have got better. Kazakhstan have got better. San Marino are scoring goals now. I think Kosovo mm. started off really well in the Nations League and then took that form into Euro like Euro qualifying. They didn't qualify and they got bad a few times. But like you know what I mean? Like it's if that uh, it's the building blocks in it. I suppose like you, in its you, infancy still. Yeah, and if you take that away from them, then what's the point? Yeah. Then you're, you're just yeah. basically saying, well, we may as well just have the top six nations just automatically qualify for the Euros. Mm. You may as well go that route as well. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not, again, it, like, yeah. I just think sometimes, like if we go back just to f- finish this off, yeah, I think for 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 the internationals, it's just I, I just for some reason I don't think England for whatever reason we don't take it to its potential. Like, and I'm not comparing us to France and the against Gibraltar, but I mean like when you're playing against. North Macedonia, yeah, the pitch is crap and that, but we always seem to drop our levels rather than kind of show our levels, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. In, I mean. Like, 
we shouldn't be drawn one one with North Macedonia. Be- bearing in mind the that the the really challenged Italy, the beat Italy, obviously. And they had a clear game plan to kick the living daylights out of us, but yeah, but go to hell with your internationals. I'm looking forward. So we'll we'll take a quick short break now, mate. Indeed. And when we come back, we can talk about what's on the horizon. Horizon. The horizon. And welcome back to Football Bloody Hell. So, looking forward, mate. Yeah. I thought uh, we could have a look at the upcoming fixtures because we never really get the opportunity to do that. We always do the. Yeah, that's true. It's always like an after the aftermath, the fallout of a <laughs> of a of a tricky game uh, or another game week for Sheffield Wednesday. But um, yeah, I thought we could have a look at who we've got coming up at the weekend and our predictions and then we can review to see if we were right or wrong. Ooh, I like that. I like that idea, yeah. Are we doing it for um, the whole of... Should we do Premier League and Championship or do you want to... Oh, I was just going to talk about our two games. You're being I very ambitious. I was being... Um, let's pick out some games and see if we're right then. Interesting one. Right. At any of the top four leagues, we'll pick out some interesting right. games. Right. Well, we'll pick our own t- two games. Yeah. Well, aren't we? And then we? I. <laughs> Pessimistic much. Um, I think out of the championship, I will preview the West Brom Ipswich game because it's. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big one. And then you can pick any other team from any any league you want. Anything right. that's caught your well, eye. I'll have a think while, you're, while we're talking about it. Do you want to talk about Sunderland's game to start with? Yeah, so we, we've got... Um, we're playing Plymouth away, so it's a long trip down there. Fortunately, I'm not going. But they seem to be... I mean, you I think we've got enough You to could steal. have come out on Saturday as well. Uh, no, I could have. But then it's, it's so far away. It is. <laughs> I mean, I like my team, but they're so far away. But like, they've hit like a bit of a weird spell. Um, I'm just looking back now, and it's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one win and eight for Plymouth. Um, and the rest is split between draws and losses, obviously. But I don't know. I always think, like, I'm quietly confident going into that game. In most games, you always are for your your team, unless it's <laughs> unless it's yours at the minute. But in in it jokes aside, I think I see that I see it as a bit of a banana peel. You know, I don't think it's like a guaranteed win by any means, but um, we should be confident of going there and beating them. But we just we just see. I don't know, like, we're so comfortable on the ball and we can dominate spells of games and we can put some lovely stuff together, but can our strikers score? At, like, they can't, they just can't do yeah. it. And it's not like when we play, when we played Birmingham and we, like, before the break and we won, I think it was 3 1. Like, at oh, first you're looking at, uh, <laughs> yeah, you were, you were looking at, you were, you, if you saw the game, like we hit the post, like our striker hit the post, like took took it onto his like weaker foot and curled this shot, and it hit the post, and then 
missed a sitter, like it slipped on a chance, and it's just like it's not that they're not good. It's just for some reason our strikers now just cannot score. I know yeah. we're not, we're not, and it's part of the way we're set up and things, but like it's more coming from like our advanced midfield players. Like, um, not that Roberts has scored or assist, but I think he's assisted now. Sorry, but like Jack Clark's obviously our biggest outlet, and then Bellingham, and then Dan Neal. Like it's looking at those kind of players to score goals with like chipping in, but we're like reliant on them now. But we're creating chances, we're just not taking them. I'm saying that and we won 3-1 in our last game, but like our strikers just can't seem to finish. So it's always, I always feel like, feel like if they were firing, I'd be more confident going into games, but it's just because our strikers aren't scoring and we're relying on other positions. It's easier to cancel us out. Not that it's easy to do it, but like if you isolate Clark and Roberts, uh, uh, sorry, if you double up them and you make them isolated on the pitch, then it's, it's like easier to play against. Whereas our strikers, if you've got a striker occupying like a centre half, it takes it creates more opportunity for them. But we seem to be getting better at it. We might have a couple of injuries in defence because we always seem to be uh, having those. Um, we've never got a fit defence. Um, so there's rumours that Dan Ballard, who's like our main centre half alongside O nine, uh, he might be missing, which is a bit of a miss. But we played really well after the first 20 minutes against Birmingham with a makeshift back forks Sirkin got injured in the warm-up then yeah. we had a player Triantis and Celt who never played together and were making their debuts in a makeshift back three at certain stages of the game and they came through it which was good but I wouldn't be surprised if we it was like a score draw a 1-1 or a 2-2 down there even though their form's been pretty poor I just think if our defence are a little bit off, they've got quite a lot of pitis in behind, like Mumba can get in behind and score a goal. Hardy can score for them. Um, what's his name? Whitaker. He, he, he's a good player. So I, I want to say 2-1 Sunderland, but I've just got a feeling it'll be a score draw. Yeah. Mm. And then what about you guys? Well, I'm not particularly optimistic. But the one thing that is quite positive is Birmingham are on a bit of a absolute stinker for the last couple of games, aren't they? I don't think they've won in the last five or six. Is no. It? So Wayne Rooney's disillusioned. Like he, he yeah. they, they played well for about ten, fifteen minutes, but they were just awful in defence and set plays. And you've got quite big lads, so hopefully, like yeah. you get exposed in that, in that respect. I'm hoping so. I mean, we are away. They have, in their last home game, they drew two all with Ipswich. So, like, it seems like their home form's better than their away form in terms of Birmingham. Our form mm-hmm. is just awful. I mean, in the last five games, we've scored two goals, and that was in the 2-0 win over Rotherham, which was delightful because we don't usually win any Yorkshire derbies. And then, mm-hmm. and then like, we've not scored a goal in any of the other games. Had been battered in a few, like Millwall, the last game against Millwall, 4 0 at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's shocking, isn't it? Especially Do when you think... my mate's a Millwall fan, that's not helpful, is it? So, <laughs> I, for, for, like, form wise, like, because I know, I know, Hills, 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 H
Yeah, but does think... that mean anything <laughs> when we've only <laughs> scored two goals and they are, they've only scored three or four? I think so. It's it's not like it's going to be a dull fucking game. I think or yeah, it'll be like nine all. <laughs> so... But what do you think it is though? Do you think it's? Do you think is it? Do you know? Because I know you don't get the games as much, but is it more? Is it? What's the fan base like? Is it is it starting to turn a bit toxic? I know it's against the. Not really, um, I think it was before against the owner for sure. It is, but against the players, like is it is it no. like has anybody turned on the players or? I don't think anyone. What do you is think really it's turning on the players? To be honest, because it's the players that, or the manager at the moment either. I think they're quite happy with him. He's changed the way we're playing, and we're having more shots in games. We're having more, like a little bit more possession. We're not looking so uh, overwhelmed or bewildered when we're on the pitch. Like it seemed to be happening when um, previously. So, like, uh, yeah, I, I think it's Zisco. Zisco in charge. Yeah. He just looks all over the place then. I think it's just trying to build up from that. But our, our team just isn't good enough. I think mm. uh, from where you... You called it at the start of the season, like you think we'll struggle. Mm. I was quietly optimistic that I say optimistic, eighteenth. That's yeah, that's not really optimistic, is it? But like that's that's not relegation. But I don't, I don't Pop, think that, like you're optimistic of staying up. You mean? I think that came off. Yeah, that came off the back of I think all the turmoil in the summer and like losing the manager and everything like this. I think that's just fucked us over, to be honest. And our players are. The, the best players that played last year were League One players at best, and they were playing for Darren Moore out of their skins, mm. right? They're all over the age of 33. <laughs> we got the old, I think, one of the oldest squads in the championship. And yeah, yeah, it's we, we're starting to, I think, with Danny Roll as well, which is quite good. So our under 23s are actually quite good. Like our youth teams are actually win quite a lot of games. And he's starting to bring through some of those youth players. So Bailey Kadamatri started playing a few games and things mm-hmm. like this, which is quite good because that's the sort if they're performing well, they're going to be upbeat. They're going to be excited to play for the first team. And then you want to put them through if they're good enough. Confidence. Play them. Um, so, so yeah, it'd be nice to see sort of that, give them a few bits of confidence. But then also there's that factor. Do you want to take them from a winning youth side where they can develop more? to a team where they're just getting battered and beaten and mm. every week. Because that is that going to demoralise them or stunt their development? I don't know. Um, it, but I suppose it's like that old saying where you, if you're good enough, you're old enough kind of yeah, thing. Exactly. No, I agree with that. So, like... I think, so I what, think... Head and heart, then? What, what are you thinking? What's your, your heart saying for the result and your head saying? Well, I love us to win. I nearly went Kevin Keegan then. I love, I love it if we beat. I love it. <laughs> oh, Sorry, Birmingham man. We're still fighting for this. <laughs> Meaning this game in the middle of the season. <laughs> no, it's goodness. Oh, my heart says we win two one, and it's really mm. scrappy. And it's the if you watch the highlights, you'd think, is this really fucking Championship football or is it Sunday league? <laughs> Or <laughs> my head's probably saying they'll edge out like a one nil win. It'll be a bit like that Bristol City game that we had a couple of weeks ago, where uh, we pretty much had 
quite a lot of chances, just couldn't score. They scored in what the 80th minute, and then we just yeah, nothing after that. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's t- I mean, it's tough. Like and like 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 you said, like I didn't re- I didn't pick his to like stay up. I did think he's a struggle, but I didn't think it would be not bad. This tough for you, kind of thing. But then obviously didn't forecast for. Darren Moore to be sacked and yeah. another manager be sacked and the owner being an absolute lunatic. I mean, I know he's a lunatic, but like I didn't expect him to be like asking us to pay your tax bill for him. Yeah, like I didn't think he was going to be that bad. <laughs> but there's, it's, it's, there's nine there's nine points in it, but like we'll we'll, we'll see. Like, but there's still plenty of games left, plenty of time. Like. There at is. the end of the day, I mean, a lot of the teams at the bottom of the championship are really struggling at the moment. You look at like QPR, Rotherham, uh, Coventry of all people as well. Coventry, Birmingham, Plymouth are down there, but they'll—I reckon they'll be all right. Like, and then, mm. but then, like, even Norwich being down in sixteenth is surprising. But like, yeah, huh. yeah, that's mad. But then, let's skip to our preview games. The reason I've picked. Um, well, I wanted to stay in the championship and I couldn't be bothered to look at elsewhere. So that, <laughs> there's two reasons. But then I also like the look of that game. It's a late kickoff as well, which is always one of the things to think about. But it's West Brom and Ipswich, like yeah. Ipswich, they, they, I would say they had a bit of a rough patch because they lost one and drew two. Yeah. And then they've won everything else the like, because they, they didn't win back-to-back games for the first one game this season. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was what it was Leeds in the league, but then it was just because it was the EFL Cup. I just wanted to check because I couldn't remember if it was FA or EFL. But then yeah, lost to Fulham, didn't they? they got beat off Fulham, and then they drew with Birmingham, drew with Rotherham, which was a bit of a bad result. But in both games, I think they were behind as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they were getting beat, but then Rotherham scored in the last minute, um, and then they beat Swansea. They just the the I just think it's an interesting clash because West Brom. They're in decent form as well. So that, although they got beat off Southampton, and that really annoys us because I fucking hate Russell Martin, even though my hair is slowly morphing into Russell Martin's hair for some reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. It's jealousy. It's jealousy, and I'm just slowly morphing into Russell Martin. Yeah, like, even the black. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm wearing all black. Like Maybe that's it. Christ. Maybe. It's just like you, you hate him so much and you look at so many pictures of him and you're just slowly <laughs> becoming <laughs> Nah. Oh, if like he was chatting like, with himself though. Without realising. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's West Brom, like they've out of the last what, five games, they drew with Plymouth, funnily enough. Beat QPR two 0 beat Coventry two 0 and then had a tricky game against Hull and batted them three one. And then came up against Southampton, who arguably Southampton should be winning. And West Brom are level on points with us in the well within the playoff race. There's like pretty much us from top to 11th at the minute, or even 13th, I would say. say Watford. To be honest, mate, if it was our chairman. (laughs) (laughs) But. Corboran's like really like industrial in his in his teams, and he always seems to put them on. Like he did it with Huddersfield, so obviously to to go into the playoffs. He did it with West Brom when he first joined, and then he kind of teetered teetered out a bit. And he seems to be on that run again. Although they did lose, like he seems to be on a bit of a spell where they're going undefeated. 
Mm. Uh, like if I look at their games, they've got Ipswich, and if they can get a result out of that, then they've got Cardiff, Leicester, then us. I think they could be well up the league. They could be looking at like being well, like third or fourth, and solidifying a place in the playoffs. I mean, I know it's the solidifying's a bit strong, you know what I mean, but like being well within the race, but. Yeah, I just think it'll be a really good game. I think Ipswich attack, 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 and West Brom are designed to be resilient. And I just think it'll be an interesting game. So I yeah. am going to back West Brom. I'm going to put my neck out. Yeah, I think it's going to be a 2-1 win for West Brom. And what game do you want to preview? I was if that's what previewing is. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I do realise it. <laughs> no, I, I was going to go to the to League One, and I thought uh, League On or League One? League One, not League One. <laughs> League On. No. Only more. League One. I was in France a couple of weeks ago. I'm not going to League On. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> no, um, I thought it was quite an interesting game. So Pompey at home to Blackpool. Ooh. I think that's quite a tasty one. Uh, like, with the top, aren't they? I'm just checking now. Yeah, they are. Top of the league. They haven't lost to this season yet in the league, which is pretty good going. They're top by a point over Oxford. They've drawn six. Um, Blackpool, they're eighth. And, I mean, after just being relegated down, I think I don't think they've done too badly. They lost to Bolton in the last five games. Bolton are good though. Oh, yeah, and Bolton are third. So like, and then the Seaside Derby and Fleetwood, the Fish and Chip Derby. Yeah, and they drew with Fleetwood as well. And Fleetwood aren't a bad team; they're a good League One side. But mm. they're they're coming off the back of a four nil win against Shrewsbury, which is pretty decent for Blackpool mm. side of things. Whereas Pompey, I mean, they drew with Charlton, narrowly beat Leighton Orient, narrowly beat Chesterfield in the FA Cup narrowly beat Reading, who were bottom of the league, and drew with Cambridge. So despite Pompey being top, their form doesn't suggest that they're playing particularly well. You yeah, know what I mean? A, like, so I feel like I this think that's could a... be potential for Pompey's first loss of the season, maybe. Ooh. So what you th- what are you thinking on score? I'm thinking what, what narrow Blackpool win. 2-1. Oh, but a lot of score... Both teams to score in it. Yeah, I think so. I'm not confident the clean sheets. Scoring every game, I, I think I, it is. Whereas Blackpool have been scoring a lot of goals. To be fair, they have been scoring a lot of goals. Mm. So I, I feel like if there is going to be a game where Pompey starts slipping up, it might be well not start slipping up. It's an important like few games for them. So they got Blackpool, then they got Burton Albion, which is fine. But then they've in the next few games after that, they got Bolton. So they yeah. got Bolton coming up. If they're still unbeaten when they play Bolton, they're in a really good position. And I feel I like think, I mean, the next three games before that Bolton game, Blackpool is probably <laughs> the most likely for them to slip up. I mean, while we were in League One, there was a very much a forced rivalry because of like P- Portsmouth being a big club in League yeah. One, us being a big team. And it was probably the same with you when you played them. Like there was always like, I don't know, but I think it's about time they put the fucking got their act together because like they've been in League One for now for Christ knows how long. 
So it's, 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 I mean, I'm not pleased to see them. I, I don't really care where they are. I'm not, I'm not really asked if they were bottom of the of League One and really, but I just think, I don't know. I think the only thing I would point out is um, just with you mentioning Oxford, is um, obviously Manning. Lost the manager. Yeah, he's gone to Bristol, hasn't he? Bristol. 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 He's gone to Bristol. I think that's a good appointment for Bristol, but it's just, ugh, it's a bit shit that he's, I mean, he's left them in a good condition because they were, Really, a massive relegation fighting. Oh, Obviously, he pipped his old team MK Dons, and then to be second, pushing top of the table. They've been playing out of their skin as well, Oxford. Like they've been playing really, really well. They got a new manager in, haven't they? So they have. And I, the the thing with um, I think with they Oxford, they seem quite. It's quite an interesting. They do things quite interestingly in Oxford because they tend to pick managers who are. Not necessarily well known, but have done quite a, a decent amount of stuff in maybe other leagues or other countries, but mm. at a smaller level. Like, like with this guy, he's come from India. So, and like, is it Craig been, Short? Is, no, Craig is it Craig Short? Short? Is he interim? Craig Short is the interim. Uh, Des Buckingham is the new manager. Oh, so okay. They, right, yeah. like, they got him from. Yeah, Mumbai City from in, in India. He's, and he's been around New Zealand and that sort of side of the world for a long time. But he's actually from Oxford. So, <laughs> yeah, well. so yeah, it's sort of like a homecoming for him. But like, it's quite interesting because he's had, at Mumbai City, he had quite a good win percentage. He was, he was been in with the New Zealand international setup for a long time at under 23, under 20 level. I feel like Oxford are quite they're quite good at taking a chance on some of these younger and less big name managers. So I know Frank Lampard was linked with the Oxford job. And I, I think that's and I don't think that's a Oxford United style um appointment. Nah. Does that make sense? Like I don't I wouldn't suit their like model. I wouldn't want I don't I don't know what it is about Frank Lampard, but it's just I just don't rate him at all. He's not all right at Everton under the circumstance, but he, he feel, I feel like he's fallen into jobs that are way above what he should be just because of his name, which is oh yeah, which is wild. Like he he shouldn't be in even in those conversations. To be honest, he should have to start at the bottom. He reasonably at best, he's a League One manager, isn't he? Yeah, I think if if it was like Robert Hilton from again, I don't know. Mansfield, because we've been talking about them, he, he, you, you wouldn't be getting anywhere near the jobs he, he has. But I suppose it's because of the pedigree of a footballer he was that you've got to lean into that a little bit, I suppose. You can't just yeah. forget how good of a footballer he was. You've got to give Obviously. him some sort of credit. But speaking of Everton, just to finish us up, because I know we've been talking for a while now. I was going to say one more uh, thing, actually, in League One, if that's oh, go, go. before you touch on Everton. Go on, lad. Uh, go on. Barnsley. I, have you have you heard ah, this news? Only about if Barnsley? only if you say it. Only if you say it's Barnsley. correctly. Barnsley. Barnsley. What what say it about Barnsley? They've been kicked out the FA Cup. <laughs> have they? They played in Edgeworth against Horsham. So Horsham have gone through, and Horsham are now playing Sutton United. So Horsham lost three nil in the sec- in a replay to Barnsley mm-hmm. in the first game. I think it was not. No, it might have been the replay. Barnsley played a legible player, which means they've been kicked out. Horsham have gone through, so they've giant killed with it losing. It's fucking, 
<laughs> so yeah, they're playing. How's he managed to field it? And like in other football, this is a good thing for Sutton for Horsham because they're playing Sutton United, who are bottom of League Two, to get into round three. So potentially, this is a, a blessing for Horsham. They could have a big payout if they get beat oh, yeah. and go through. Jesus, I didn't. I didn't even see a story on that. To be fair, yeah, I saw it this morning. I thought. <laughs> How do you manage to feed, how do you manage to do that? I imagine like, they were cup tied. Let, let me just have a look. So it might I, know, been, I, get, I get that, but like, how can you make that much of a player like error? A, isn't it? Like, it's, let's have it's a look. Me- Barnsley kicked out of FA Cup for fielding illegible player. I don't want to pay. That's for ridiculous. Man. Horsham makes shock return to the FA Cup. It's like, we weren't gone for long, lads. Like, let us back in. <laughs> you thought we were dead. Regrettable you thought we were error, gone. Apparently. Administrative error for fielding an unnamed player. So, yeah. It was unintentional. Idiots. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? I mean, you're a professional outfit, you know what I mean? No, clearly not that professional. Like, <laughs> well, try to be. Saying that in their um in their last game, they lost five one to Bradford. I know it was oh. the FL Trophy, but still losing five one to a team in the league below is not great, is it? Nah, not really. But well, just to go back to the original point. But thanks yeah. for that because that's that's, that's right. embarrassing. But what do you make of the um? I mean, everybody's talking about it, or have been. It might be old news by now because we were because of our little hiatus, ten points, or our mid winter break. The, do you think it's harsh? Do you think it's the right punishment? First off, well, seeing what the EFL does to teams and couldn't give a flying fuck whether you went into administration or broke FFP rules or anything like that, then mm-hmm. no, I don't think it's that harsh. <laughs> If we're if we're hitting the team, mm. hitting clubs with all the same brush and things like this, but then also it's wild to think that you would expect now that set a precedent. So you would expect if these things for like Chelsea and Man City are true, then they should also get similar, or if not, much more. Well, it should be more, really. Much more acceptable <laughs> punishments. Like it, it should be a lot, a lot more. But then, like I think, for Everton though, it was probably the best season they could have a ten point deduction. Like, I know, <laughs> I know. That's I mean, that's a saving grace. Like, but I just think it's so blatantly trying to send a message, and it's, it is like, and they've, but they've done it the wrong again. They've got it wrong because I think if you just said because this is in the end for Everton, it's only like the beginning, really. Because when you when you take the points away from them. Fair enough. That's like people saying, "Oh, it's an easier season." It's the easiest season for them to maybe claw that back. Agreed. But now, because they've been found guilty officially, now um, who were the teams that went down? Um, Southampton, Southampton, Leicester, Leeds, and Leeds. Yeah, all of them are now open to sue them yeah, for like three hundred million. So there's more financial issues with it to come oh, yeah, and i just uh, yeah i'm not i'm not disputing that they haven't done anything wrong they clearly have obviously but for one count 
when they've been working with the Premier League for the past two years, three, well, two, three seasons, and this, to show them everything. This is which the, the probably haven't shown them everything, but this, I just think yeah. ten points is ridiculous, and they've done it to make a, a point because they don't. And I've read a good article on the Athletic how it's more about like try because they're trying to show that they can self-regulate rather than getting a regulator in because that'll just open them up to. If getting a regulator in, they can't do all those dodgy backhanding deals. That exactly. That yeah. In the Saudi leagues and shit. But but I just think that it's just tone deaf again. If you, if you give them a six-point deduction, I think that was probably, yeah, one count. But now what's going to happen is when Man City, well, Fine. you'd expect them to, but I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't get found guilty of anything in Chelsea. If they're found guilty of more than one count, and it's not twenty points, and so on. Like, and they made it rod for the back instantly. Well. I, I just don't understand why they've done it. Also, it's like that relates to the season as well. That it happened in, like, I mean, like, especially with like the Man City stuff. If people, if it comes out that they've been cheating all this time, essentially, mm. and all their lead titles are tainted, aren't they? They're, they'll be like, well, you won that. Well, they're going to have a load of lawsuits on their hands. But I feel like mm. that Everton have shot themselves in the foot by being cooperative with the Premier League because that's the thing that Chelsea and Man City are not doing. Mm. <laughs> they keep but I suppose and like saying, no, you can't look at this. No, no. We're... But if you look where their money's coming from, though, the shit's scared of them, especially with all the stuff that's come out. And I mean, I know at first when I started the podcast, I was like, oh, I'm not like shit on Newcastle. And every episode decided, like, I've read gradually shit on them more. Mm. But the fact that, like, it's been the athletic got emails proving, like, basically the gov- like the the governing bodies and the government were basically putting a how to guide together for Newcastle on when you're asked about um, human rights in Saudi Arabia, say this. If you asked about Saudi Arabia, say that, like literally, and it's like it's ridiculous. It's just criminal, man. It and the, the fact that the and the fact that the now the teams it's it missed what was thirteen this was it was a fourteen to six or thirteen to seven. I think it might have been thirteen to seven. Uh, the vote to stop like yeah, it was inbred transfers. When you look at the list, I think. Sky Sports have actually published the list of teams. Have so they? The seven teams that voted for allowing transfers within ownership groups were hmm, let me guess. City, <laughs> Chelsea. Shock. <laughs> Newcastle. Shock. The one, the one that I was um the one that I was surprised that voted against it was Brighton. Because Brighton has an ownership group with a team in I think it's in Belgium. Is that right? Like there's a team in uh, Belgium that's owned by the sports uh, group. Mm. Yeah. And they voted against it, Brighton. So at least one of the teams has integrity. <laughs> yeah. That's just that. But again, that's why I'm not asked about uh, That's what I'm asked about the Premier League for. But I just wondered what you thought, because I just think the Premier League, again, has made a rod for its own back by being that extensive. I get why, but now they've got to prove Man City and Chelsea have broken the rules, which everybody knows they have. Like, even if it comes back it's, and they say they haven't, obvious. they have. It's been obvious they've been breaking the rules for years, especially with these, like, 
fake betting companies that don't exist one minute, then suddenly they have six hundred billion pounds to invest in Man <laughs> City. Be a sponsorship or a stadium. Drop the sponsorship, and what do these companies even do? Well, they they're under a fake name registered in Saudi Arabia, and no one knows what they do. Now with the the Chelsea stuff, they've done exactly the same thing, but with companies in the USA. Like if you look at the front of shirt sponsor for Chelsea. I couldn't tell you who they were for last year. I And I couldn't tell you what they no, do. I, think, I, I look at their website no. and they say, we do performance for sport for athletes. And it, all their website is, is just Chelsea players. Like it's, it's like, you can't <laughs> just make just it any more obvious that this is run by the club. Could you? <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's it's, ridiculous, man. It's just like it doesn't. It, it, they're ways of getting around the FFP rules by making up fake sponsors to invest money to indirectly invest their own money into the club because they can't do it directly because they will fail FFP if you just pump a load of money into a club. You have to mm. indirectly through these sponsors. So they're making up sponsors so they can throw them in. But then they showed like. I think it was telling the other week that Man City announced that they have five million. Um, fans worldwide. That's it. Mm. I mean, how can a club make that much money from sponsorship with and <laughs> from abroad? And they've barely got the population of London worldwide. Their fan base, like that, is insane. Like <laughs> it's, it, but again, it is nothing surprising. It stinks, and like. This is what puts me off the Premier League. That there's blatant corruption. It's it's so obvious. Like I feel like the the Premier League want to protect themselves from things. I feel like it is like a protection sort of thing. Like we don't want to be tarred with the same brush that Syria has had with their corruption scandals and people and points deductions and relegated teams. Like mm. they don't want that side of things, so we don't want that bad PR. But it's happening; it happens, and it is happening. But it's. I think the only way it's not gonna, the only way that's gonna change is if all the clubs, barring Man City, Chelsea, and Newcastle, decide we don't want to be in the Premier League anymore, break off and go back to the Football League to create a. A new top, uh, and those branch teams, those three teams can just do go and play in the Saudi league if they fucking want. No one gives a shit because they ain't got enough fans anyway. Well, Newcastle do. It's a shame, but like, yeah, no one cares about Man City and Chelsea, really, do they? <laughs> yeah, nah. Well, here we are, mate. We've managed to Maybe talk, put the world right for <laughs> for an hour, an hour and fifteen minutes or so. Do you want to spend? But, um, Five minutes talking about our football manager saves for FM twenty four because I feel that's like not... we've we've glossed over that topic and mine is fucking insane. So like, <laughs> I wanted... well, I tell you what, I'll save mine for last uh, for for next week. But yours is a lot more interesting than mine, so I concede my time to you, sir. Cool. So I texted you the other week saying I'm really not getting into football manager twenty four. I couldn't pick a save. I couldn't pick a team. It lasted twenty four hours. It lasted 24 hours, that, that comment, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know how I got to this. So, there's a, the Japanese league is new to FM24, if anyone doesn't know. So, I thought I would add that in. You know, when you start a game, you pick what leagues you want. And I thought, I'll add yeah. the Japanese league in. 
And then I thought, why don't I just do a whole career in Asia? So I picked all the Asian <laughs> leaks, <laughs> loaded in as a non-unemployed so manager. And then I thought, I'll just take the job, the first one that comes up. And mm-hmm. it's in Hong Kong <laughs> for Eastern Sports Club. And Unbelievable one. It's been fantastic. I played, I've, I'm on my third season. First season, I finished fourth out of 11, <laughs> which apparently isn't good enough for Eastern. Yeah. So the second season, I managed to win the league, which is great. But I got knocked out in the FA Cup final by Kitchi. I got knocked out in this other cup final by Kitchi. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then I got knocked out in the first round <laughs> of one of the other cups. So I was like, all oh, right, okay, yeah, maybe I need to. Strengthen. Strengthen, yeah, increasingly strengthen. There's no money in the <laughs> Hong Kong League, but it's... It, 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 what? It, funny enough, there's no money in the league. But no, it's, it's quite fun, though, because you've got, obviously, you're allowed four foreign players in your in your first, in your squad um, per mm-hmm. match, so you have to sort of balance that, sign some decent players who have got that dual Hong Kong nationality, which there's quite a lot. So I've got a few Scottish and English players who've got dual nationality and a player. Like who? They're regens, mate. They're regens. Ah, okay. <laughs> like, it's got to season three, and all the good, all the, all the <laughs> players that were that were there are long gone. Um, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's really good fun. Like I'm in. I played in the AFC Champions League preliminary round and lost. That, oh yeah, that was good fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <then, laughs> lost, but no, it's um, Eastern Sports Club. If you look them up, they have had a couple of famous players before. Um, I believe Bobby Moore played for them for fourteen really? minutes. He played for, them for fourteen. <laughs> so yeah, so <laughs> what a legend! Deeped in history, this club, <laughs> drenched in it. But yeah, it's, it's fun. But they're not. It's playing in the Hong Kong League is is a bit like. It's sort of a stepping stone. So I've won the league with Eastern in my second season, which wasn't mm-hmm. difficult. I only lost one game in the league that season. And it's it's, it's, called, it's against a team called Lee Man. And this team, out of I played them about eight times because you have like four cup competitions, the league season, and you just, there's so many games. Like I've played this team eight times and I've drawn with them once and lost seven. <laughs> literally my bogey team. But last season we drew with them in the league and lost to them and they were our only lost. But then it is What was quite... their name again? Sorry? Lee Man. Two two separate Lee... words. Lee Man. <laughs> like... Lee Man. I'm gonna have a look. Uh is their badge like a wait there. I'm sure I'm going to look now. Nah, it can't be. Oh, no, is it a horse? In red yeah. and yellow? Yeah, that's it. No, it's a... Nice one. It's a dragon-like thing. Is it a dra- oh, yeah, sorry, there's um, it's quite a small picture. I'm going into the Wikipedia page. Just I'm logging on to DHK to buy it for Christmas. What, a Lee Man shirt? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the away kit looks nice. I know, but it's your bogey team, so I'm not going to buy your own tape. But yeah, Look. it's it's quite good. But I was looking at towards the end of this se- the third season that's coming up. I thought I've won the league. There's not much else I can do. 
the, there's not a lot of money, so you can't really build. Like, I, I don't feel like a, a team from Hong Kong is going to like compete in the AFC Champions mm. League at all. So, I, I was looking at maybe jumping ship and going to like Japan or Korea. Ooh, but then the big leagues jump ship because of the reputation of the Hong Kong League and Eastern. Eastern are by far one of the most successful teams in Hong Kong. The reputation would still only get me like a J two or K two club. It wouldn't get me in the top division. <laughs> like, uh, so it's yeah. It's, it's I think it's uh, one. Do I? I um, and that's that's a question for our viewers. Do I stay and build a dynasty at Eastern Sports Club in Hong Kong and try and compete with the likes of Al Nasir and all this in the AFC Champions League? Or do I go, that's fucking delusional, Matt, and I believe and go to another team? Uh, I'm, I'm not a loyal person on Football Manager at all. I am not. Uh, well, well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you a little bit. I'll give you a preview of mine. Is uh, I I absolutely routed um, League One with Bolton, won the league with record points, got promoted, looked at my team, seen how little money I had. The board were asking us to reduce the wage bill. Looked around, I was like, "Fuck this!" And Burnley had just been relegated, and I applied for that job, got the Burnley job, which is Bolton's rivals, and then um. I've not looked back. I in my first season uh, won the won the championship again, record points. In my second season, I qualified for <laughs> the Champions League. In, in, well, and, you do uh, this game. What's going on? It's, <laughs> take, a, I mean, it's, take a Jake. Take a job in Hong Kong, mate. <laughs> well, I know, I know, but but um, and my second season, which I'm currently there. So what? This is like four seasons in now for to the same save. I uh I got knocked out of the Champions League after uh, I got knocked out in the playoff of the Champions League, but I've won the Carabao uh, Carabao Cup, uh, beat Everton in the final one nil, and it looks like well I've got Conference League for next season at least, but I'm yes. currently uh, I think I'm currently third or fourth with Bolton, but I'll uh, I'll go more into my team and stuff next week, and uh, I my vote if I can is I want you to build a dynasty so I can figure out about, I need to know more about the Hong Kong league and the standard of football. Cause I know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know nothing. Let's put it this way. Like how much does your, your, on your FM save, mm -hmm. what is your lowest paid player in your first team squad? Uh, I'll tell you, can you bear with us one second? Yeah, yeah I do this. I'll tell you what my highest paid player is in Hong Kong, <laughs> and that will give you an idea. Right, so I'm pulling into the contracts now. So I'll give you my first team. So I won't... Yeah, it'll be your lowest paid player in your first team like, per week. Uh, per week is... Uh, in, in, in fairness, uh, he's 18-year-old. Yeah. And he is on 13 grand a week. Thirteen grand a week as an eighteen. Okay. Yeah. So my highest paid player is on nine hundred and sixty-five pounds a week, <laughs> and he is a star player in my league. Oh wow! 
does that tell you what the is standard? I, I think it's more. I think the standard is akin to National League North. Oh, Northern Premier League. We're, we're, it's professional, but like that's the sort of. If any of those players would like to <laughs> jump ship and come on, God, <laughs> I've just like I. To be fair, in my third season, I have added the English leagues in, so I didn't have mm-hmm. them in at all. Um, so I've added them in, so I might be able to sign a few more. Um, yeah, British younger, players, younger British based players, which would be fun. Well, I, I stay. I say stay. Okay, but that guy. On if I was in eighty-five pound a week, by the way, I can't afford to good? keep him next season. <laughs> I can't offer him a contract at all. I can't oh. afford it. So, so my, are, you, are you trying to sell him now? My combined wages for my for, oh my whole first eleven, and bear in mind this is forty players you get to register. So you get forty like players, including youth players, is thirteen grand a week. Jesus, <laughs> the same as that one under eighteen oh. player you've got. <laughs> Oh, God, I don't know. Try it. I'm gonna, uh, it's I'm a gonna... challenge, but like all the other teams are in the same boat. Like there, there are some bigger teams in there. I think there's a team called South China who play in the first division when you first load it up, but they're the most successful team in Hong Kong. Um, but uh... they they sign. They have a policy to sign young English or Scottish players. That is like literally oh, okay. things. Um, they get promoted usually first season, like, and then compete. Yeah, I think. Uh, I, I mean, I'm quite enjoying me save at the minute. So I don't want to start a new one, but in fairness, my first save I got sacked three times in the same save. So, you know, not yeah. all easy. No, it's not all easy going. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's good fun. I just wanted to try something different. So I always play in the, well, I don't always play in the English leagues, but I tend but, but, to gravitate but, but, towards it. So, but, but you're different and my different are so vast. Wild. So yeah. like my, my different is like Palmer. Yours is like, hmm, I might drop down into the semi-professional, um, Sri Lankan league. <laughs> <laughs> See if I can get somebody promoted from the, from the depths of the Sri Lankan leagues. I feel to, like uh, to its former glory. I'm building my manager up. So my manager is I. I have like a pseudonym manager. I don't use my own name like as my football manager thing. So he's a <laughs> Scottish bloke. Like I feel like he's just emigrated to Hong Kong and he's gone. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to be a football manager. <laughs> and then like, and, he, and he's going to be managing in in the, in the Premier League for no, no long, much yeah. longer than that. I like I like how it's just some Scottish bloke. Like off the yeah. street, you got on the wrong wrong train and ended up in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he went out there on holiday and lost his visa or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> you stuck out there. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, that's what? a level of fantasy to that. Like, not use your own fantasy. You've created an entity to 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 live out this entity's fantasy rather than your own. Yeah, I I find I do that. If I play in the English like, leagues, if I play in the English leagues, I tend to use my own name, which is fine. But if I go like far and wide, I tend to make it a little mm-hmm. bit more realistic. So if I what's if what's, I, what's his name? Jimmy Broadfoot. 
Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy Broadfoot and his Asian escapades. But there's <laughs> the title of the fantastic. episode. Scottish lad. <laughs> Scottish, Scottish lad. Well, mate. Born in Aberdeen. By the, by the... <laughs> born in Aberdeen. Born and raised. Never <laughs> did. Jimmy Broad. Is it Jimmy Broadfoot? Yeah. Well, on that note, mate, I'm going to love you and leave you. It's been yeah. good to get this off the ground again. And yeah. uh, thank you for everybody for waiting for this episode. Hopefully it was worth the wait. Indeed. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Take care. Cheers, guys. See you, Matt.